0: Welcome to the Rhodey Runback. I'm, I'm your host, Chef Barone, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Luke Santos, who is a walk-on for Rhode Island University men's basketball team. And I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We do deep dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. welcome to the roadie run back and i have a great interview for you guys today with luke santos who is a walk-on for roger williams university's men's basketball team it was a great time talking with luke he talks about his high school career playing at charahoe what his time was like there and playing for coach downey his time playing at Avery Point, and much much more A great interview with luke but before we get into luke's interview remember you guys can watch today's episode on youtube just searching the roadie run back remember that like share and subscribe button as well you just can stay tuned here and listen to any podcast platform now for our interview with luke all right on today's show i welcome on a very special guest he is luke santos he's a junior walk-on guard for roger williams university ben's basketball team luke how are you doing today
1: how we doing, Jeff? Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, no problem. Anytime, man. Happy to have you on the show. Thank you for uh, reaching out and we're happy we could do this. Uh, first of all, how is the you know the starter summer going?
1: It's good. Working a lot. Uh, so I uh, I do sod installs with my buddy over in Exeter, and then when I'm not doing that, I work at the
0: YMCA. So it's good. Nice. That's awesome. And how how was uh, school this last semester? How did that go?
1: Good. Good. Obviously weird, but finished the semester strong with some good grades so
0: I was happy about that that's awesome that's that's great news uh before we start talking about like college basketball and like you play you know playing at UConn Avery Point and walking on at Roger Williams I want to just get into how did you get into basketball
1: yeah um so as a kid you know I was always playing you know all types of recreational sports you know I played soccer baseball basketball just one of those kids always being active getting after it um always uh, being a part of my community, stuff like that. And uh, when I really fell in love with basketball was probably in sixth grade, I was one of two sixth graders who made our middle school basketball team and the rest of them didn't make it. So that was that was pretty cool. I was really proud of myself. So that was probably the first time I really fell in love with it. And just from there on out, I've, uh, I've taken it pretty serious. I started playing AAU in ninth grade and
0: uh, I've just been surrounded around the game since. That's awesome. Was there, like, when you started really getting into it, was there, like, a player on TV that, too, that, looked really caught your eye and then kind of you won the monitor game after, or was that just something, like, you just, um,
1: just like, go with so it? So, I'm a, I'm a huge Heat fan, a Miami Heat fan, because I was right. I was actually born in uh, Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale. So, when we moved up here, my, my whole family, like, raised me into being Dolphins and Heat fans. So, I've been growing up into that. And uh, when LeBron, Wade, and Bosch won the 2013 – 2012 2013 finals that's when I uh
0: I really just like loved watching them loved watching the big three and stuff like that yeah that's that's awesome I mean it was cool to see them win I and mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of the move to be honest with you but it happened uh, for Miami but yeah it's that yeah. I mean, it's a good time to for you but that time to get into basketball and everything like that and enjoy watching them play and yeah. then your Dolphins are making a turnaround too I
1: know I know I know I'm I'm going out to the uh the Pats
0: Dolphins game in week one this year so I'm looking forward to it I love you awesome just be ready to get heckled that's all I oh yeah you. I know I know I
1: know what to expect
0: <laughs> yeah I I'm not a Pats fan but i have more of like 49 and stuff but people are like oh what are you doing here <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, yeah I'm like uh, just being a fan of my team <laughs> but um so when you may, you know, when you play basketball at Cherahoe, what was like your time like playing at basketball at Cherahoe? What was like some of the biggest things that you also learned from Coach Downey when you playing there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So playing at Cherahoe was a great experience. So my freshman year, I actually went to Prout High School. Okay. So out of Cherahoe Middle, I transferred to Prout. And I played under Jed O'Malley uh, my freshman year. Um, I played JV. And then like the last like few games of the season, I, I, he let me swing. And I just like sat on the varsity bench, which was cool. And then I went back to Cheroho for my sophomore year. And then I uh, I made swing for Coach Downey that year and uh, played JV. And then junior and senior year, I played varsity, which it was pretty cool. And it was it was a lot of fun. I, I miss it almost every day. Things I would do to go back to high school basketball, you know, and they say, don't take it for granted. They, they it, It's true. I I promise you that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, especially, like, the run that you guys had. I mean, you guys won a championship, too. Like, were you on part of that championship team? So, well?
1: it, which was funny is I was that proud that year that they won it all oh, after transferring from Cherahoe, and I, like,
0: missed out on all of that, which was tough, so. Yeah, that, that, that is tough. But, hey, at least you got to be a part of something great over there. I mean, uh, Coach Allen did a great, great job. I mean, you guys, you got to play in the League like, ch- ch- holiday tournaments, what were those? Yeah.
1: Things? Those are awesome. Uh, so competitive. Uh, so my sophomore year, actually, that year I came back, we won the tournament that year. Yeah. And we beat, we beat South King Sound. They had, you know, they had like Keegan, Darian, stuff like that. And uh, we won by like three in the championship. It, it was awesome. First time we've uh, won the holiday tournament in a couple of years. So Coach Downey is pumped
0: about that. That's awesome. That's great. And what's the transition like, too? I mean, you come from Brout. Uh, you know, Coach O'Malley, and then you come to Coach Downey. What's that transition like? What working on those two guys like? This-
1: yeah, it was definitely a, a lot different. You know, so my freshman year, Pratt was at the Division two level, and then Chero was at the Division three level. But my sophomore year, when I went back, that was the first year Chero was moving up to Division two. Since maybe like uh, like oh six or something like that. So or maybe maybe they were definitely in Division two longer than that. But it was they were in Division three for quite some time. And uh, once we were making that switch up, you know, Coach Downey, you know, started taking it even more serious, you know, getting us ready to go, getting us in shape, and uh, preseason and stuff like that. And you know, it was just it was just a big jump in the divisions, and you could definitely see the way he would coach a lot differently with us. So,
0: yeah, that's that's great. And what I mean, what was it like playing with? Like, uh, I mean, you guys had a good. I remember you guys had like four or five uh, seniors all together. You guys all played like Tyler Bell, Ben Harris. Like, you know, what was it like playing with those guys and, uh, you know, finish up the season with those guys? Yeah, it
1: was awesome. So, senior year, we unfortunately fell short. Uh, We lost to Tolman in the first round. Uh, That game was crazy. But, yeah, like, Justin Carvalho shot, like, 26 times at the line, and, you know, the rest, I I don't know, the rest were just throwing the game, we thought. But it was tough. We we unfortunately lost. but, yeah, it was awesome playing with, like, Dill, Ben, Fazzaro, stuff like that. We we grew up playing middle school together. So just to finish out all together on the same team was a great experience. And, you know, looking back on it, I'll, I'll
0: never forget something like that. Nice. That's great. And what's, what was your favorite game, you know, playing in high school? Was there something that you remember the most?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, there's a few. Um, my junior year, we were playing Gansett, and we were down by, like, maybe, like, 13. I came in and hit, like, off the bench I came in the second half hit like three big back-to-back-to-back threes we were down with three with like six minutes to go and you know the place uh, we played we were at sharehold the place was so energetic but we fell short that game too but that was a fun time coming in as a junior and you know scoring some big some big points and some big moments so that was that was fun and then my senior year um, probably one of the first games this year we were playing Cranston West and, uh, it was an absolute dogfight the entire time. Uh, cause that was the first year, my senior year Cranston West was moving up, moving down from division one. Yeah. So, uh, absolute dogfight. It was our first home game, huge crowd. We were tied. It was like 50 sec, 50 or 40 seconds left. I hit a jumper off the glass, put us up two, And then like a bunch of people were talking talking a, a lot and uh, like a bunch of people got tech teed up. Like I got teed up, uh, a kid on Cranston West got teed up, the benches got teed up and then I, I had to like leave the game because like I fouled out with that technical or something like that. And then once I hit the bench, it was our ball and uh, we hit like a game winning layup with like five seconds left and it was awesome. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was crazy. We won, but Coach D- Downey was not happy with us after the game, that's <laughs> for sure. I can imagine. He was, he was ripping on me, and but it was good, you know. All those times I got ripped on in high school is, like, what made me into the player I am now.
0: So, like, I'm very thankful for all that. Yeah, I mean, what are some of the lessons, you know, like, from high school that you take the biggest way from getting ripped on? And, like, you know, like, you know, even – losing games and something like that what's like some of the biggest things that you take away from that
1: yeah um biggest thing would be you know don't ever quit probably you know even you know there were times where we were down you know 10 15 minute 10 15 points with you know 3 minutes left and you know our goal is just not to give up and just keep fighting until the end you know that's probably one of the biggest biggest takeaways i ever learned was just never ever quit no matter how much time's on the clock you literally have to play to the last second because you
0: really don't know what's going to happen. You know, anything can happen in a basketball game. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great message to bring across. And that's definitely a huge thing. And then last thing about high school, then we'll get into the college stuff. Um, You know, I want to ask too, like I I read some articles about you, some quotes that coach Downey had said and uh, a couple of them were, you know, like, you know, he's out, you've gotten the best player. and You're still hitting down four or five, three pointers. What is it like to, you know, to be a great defender as well, and then to also carry on an offensive end because sometimes it gets tiring to guard someone's best player, and then still you're not able to score. Usually takes that one rhythm. How do you keep that rhythm? Like how's that yeah. going? Yeah, definitely.
1: So yeah, so I was the, always the guy. uh Not mostly my junior year because we had Dill's older brother Dan, who was also a great defender. Yeah, we had in that year. So he was kind of the the lockdown defender that year. But my senior year, I took that role basically over and. Every single game, we played man-to-man. Chair always takes pride in man-to-man defense. Coach Daniel will not play his own unless, like, something's going wrong. But we took pride in man. I was always guarding, you know, the best player on each squad. Uh, my senior year, you know, we saw kids like uh, like uh, the kid from East Greenwich, uh, Jack McMullen. Yeah. We saw, like, DJ Wheeler from Wheeler Miles. We saw kids from Gansett, like Levesque, uh, Corson, stuff like that. You know, just some tough players in the league. And it would always be fun, you know, going at it. But, yeah, I always took pride in defense. I And then, you know, because the offense will come on the other end, you know. That's just how it flows. That's how the game flows, you know. You get a good stop you on the other end, you will
0: get rewarded. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. So. And who was the toughest person you had to defend? Who would you say that was like, oh. that gave you the hardest time?
1: In Division Two um tough question that's for sure yeah um uh, tabor gates was extremely tough from westerly um i don't know there you know division two is oh probably erickson vance he gave me the most problems definitely erickson vance actually (laughs) my junior year we went to triple overtime with them and yeah it was crazy game they had gerald so that year he hit like a a corner fader with literally 0.5 on the clock to tie the game up oh my God. then it's a the triple overtime. we we grinded it out Dan LaBelle hit a big three and then you know we won the court. The, the fans stormed the court that was a great game as well that's awesome that's yeah, there,
0: there was some good memories from back then that's for sure and you know I would do a, I would do anything to go back yeah I, I bet I mean it sounds like a lot of fun it sounds like you guys have some great games and Matched up against some great players. I mean, Erickson Baines, obviously, you know, playing Division One now. So, that must have been a tough matchup. But to go and have those matchups, it just sounds like a lot of fun, all the stories that you're sharing. Do you guys ever get together, do a reunion or anything like that, talk some games with each other? No. Uh,
1: So, I, uh, not mostly, like, the guys more up north. But, you know, uh, 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 around more Southern Rhode Island, like uh, West Lake Arrow, SK guys, Narragansett. Yeah, we always bring up the old days and how we used to battle and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. That's so so much- especially getting together now and how, how we're older and you know we're just all hanging out and we bring up our coaches and stuff like that
0: it's just funny that, that's awesome that, that's great and now what is the you know you, you obviously after you graduate and finish school I mean what's the decision for you to go play at UConn at Avery Point how do you make that decision
1: yeah so uh it was you know after when my senior year was coming down um, I didn't put as much emphasis into my academics as I should have. I was kind of slacking, like the end of senior year, had like senioritis, stuff like that. Just wanted to get out of the place. And, you know, I applied to some colleges, wasn't planning on playing college ball. Uh, I got a few scholarships from uh, a few schools down in Florida just to, you know, go back home because I got family over there, you know, what have got in state down there. So, you know, I was really thinking hard about that. But uh, like I said, I was I used to coach Hoop Academy in uh, the director for that is the woman's coach at Avery point. Yep. So he, uh, he kind of connected me with the coach there, you know, the coach reached out few, last few months of school was like, Hey, if you're interested in coming to play for us, uh, I heard it all about you from coach Hardison. We'd love to have you this and that, you know, kind of like a guaranteed roster spot coming in. And I was like, you know, it's close to home. It's, you know, financially, you know, something I could do. And, uh, that's that's kind of why I decided on going there you know it was only it's like 45 minutes from where I live right over there at Groton so it made the most sense and I was able to keep playing so I was just like yeah it's
0: kind of a win-win that's that's great that's awesome that you were able to like you know make that decision and like what was your time like playing there playing at UConn Avery Point like and going against like CCRI yeah uh
1: absolute you know tough conference uh you know, when people think about the JUCO level, they think you know these kids. Oh, these are the washed-up kids, or these are the kids who, you know, had a chance to play Division III, who like maybe flunked out or something like that. But now this this conference is tough. I mean, you get inner-city teams from Mass, from Connecticut, uh, then you got CCRI, who's an absolute powerhouse. Just a real tough conference, and you know, going up against competition like that, it was it was really cool and and a lot different from high school. It was it was just the next step up. And I've always wanted to see what that collegiate level would be at the next at the next step and I saw it and it was it was awesome it really was it was a learning experience and I took a lot away from it
0: that's that's great I mean what's the speed like too I mean and I'm sure like you know playing as well uh Juca I mean you're going against like some guys that are actually like who improve and go to can go division one and play division two like you're playing guys at all different levels so like a, what's the speed like, and B, what's it like the face up against, you know, guys that are actually going to go to Division One and some – some- Yeah, the
1: speed is uh, completely fast. It's completely different from high school, you know, mostly in high school, you know. A lot of teams aren't trying to, like, run out. They're mostly trying to, like, settle the defense, run a set, you know, run something through. If someone's playing zone, you know, you always have someone in the middle just swing the ball fast, get an open shot. But in college, absolute fast – some of the most fast-paced basketball I've ever – I've ever seen. Yeah um you know it's you know guy comes down and they're shooting right away or you know if you don't have a hand up guys pulling in your mouth or if you're not boxing out you're getting dunked on you know just tough a tough league and you know so much different compared to high school and you know the juco level really is uh slept on and I want to get that message across that you know if you have no offers out of high school or um you know you have no opportunity to go to division three or nowhere else you know don't sleep on the JUCO level because you really can go there, play two years, you know, put up some great numbers and then go somewhere else and get it, be at a better level after that. So,
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely very- uh,
1: a good experience to go through for sure. And, you know, I learned a lot
0: and I met a lot of new people, so I was happy about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very true. You made a great point there. I think a lot of people think they get discouraged that they don't get that. Offer right away that they can't play college, you know, hoops or ball or whatever sport they want to do to the next level. But going JUCO is no joke. I mean, like you're oh, playing against the top competition. I mean, I, perfect example too. I like, did you watch the last chance you of like? Oh yeah, college Great. to JUCO level. Yeah, like out in there in California,
1: it's absolutely crazy. You know, those, half of those kids were Division One, like Joe Hampton stuff like that. Like. Those kids were no joke, and then like he got locked up, and then he's back playing JUCO, and he's probably like thirty years old playing against these twenty year olds, you know? Like, yeah, anyone at any age can kind of enroll. I feel like in, in the JUCO level, so like it was definitely going up against guys who were like twenty five, and I'm like nineteen, so like completely so
0: different. Yeah, yeah, you're going against some of the guys are actually like I guess like men or like that like that Joe Hampton like the guy yeah no, is, like, yeah like a top recruit, and then is probably still like in tremendous like basketball shape and like worked out and stronger so it's tough like they didn't even know how to ref them i remember in a couple of episodes as well too but yeah exactly. yeah but you uh, yeah i mean i think you deliver a great message on that and like you know what's the other thing too that like you focus too you said your grades do you get your grades up and like kind of help stuff out there as well yeah so
1: yeah that was a big part too why I, like went to every point because you know going to every point you have like the uconn transcript and stuff like that and you know, I was able to get all my gen eds out of the way, you know, I was able to like put up a 3.0, 3.5 at one point, some good GPAs. And, you know, I was just proud of myself because in high school, you know, I was never I was never putting emphasis on my academics. And, you know, right now I'm, I'm in a great spot. My grades are there. I got a great scholarship from Roger Williams. So I've uh, I've seen a lot of improvement from where I, I've come from.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, like, what was it like, you know, and what, how'd you get that scholarship from Roger Williams and what are you looking forward to doing there?
1: Yeah, so uh, I got a uh, Dean scholarship from them uh, for having over a 3-5 my last two semesters at every point. Um,
0: Congratulations.
1: That's awesome. That's and, yeah, awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was, my parents are really proud of me. I was proud of myself because, you know, you really can do anything you put your mind to, you know, it was tough sitting down and studying, obviously, it was tough, you know, sitting there writing papers, but you know, you get through it and, you know, if you, you you think and you put your mind to it, you can, you really can do it and that's exactly what I proved to a lot of people who, you know, doubted me or or thought, you know, yeah, this kid's a burnout after high school or this and that, this kid, you know, he's not going to get better at basketball or, his grades won't improve, you know, and just, you know, proved a lot of pe- people wrong. And, and that's,
0: that's the best part. That's the best feeling, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's an amazing feeling. That's going to be a great time to prove a lot of people wrong. I mean, Dean being, getting a Dean scholarship is an amazing accomplishment and that that's awesome. So congratulations to you on that. What, now, what are you majoring in at Roger Williams?
1: So I'm going to do uh communication and uh, media studies and then a minor in sport management. Nice.
0: That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah.
1: Congratulations Thanks. on that. Yeah. So the last two years I was living at home, commuting to campus, so I'm so excited to be living out on my own out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a fun, that's a good college experience, you'll definitely have a good time, just remember that time management's the biggest thing when you're on your own. Oh
1: yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I put some time in there for some schoolwork, but yeah, it's going to be a good time living out, out on my own.
0: That'd be great. That's awesome. And what's, like, the one thing, too, you're looking forward to walking on at uh, Roger Williams as well, too?
1: Just uh, the one thing I'm really looking forward to is, you know, coming in after the summer, after completely, you know, I'm going to be working all summer, you know, working on my game, you know, getting in the gym lifts. And I just can't wait to really come in and, like, outwork a lot of people. That's, like, the big thing I really want to do, you know. Nobody's really probably heard of who I am or, you know, where I'm from and what my game's like, so. Just to go in there and, and make a difference and, and make an impact and show the coach that you know I really can you know play at this level. That's that's the the one thing I really want to go in and do.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, show them what's up. Show them. Show out and show them what you're all about. I exactly. Think yeah. Point, I think. And then you can guarantee you can catch me at some games at Roger Williams for Definitely.
1: Sure. Yeah. Like you know, it's finally. You know, the whole CCC was canceled last year, so they they haven't played in two years so oh wow yeah it's definitely uh everyone's ready to get back at it
0: and it's definitely gonna be a fun year that's awesome yeah that'd be great and uh, then um who are you working out with like who what's the workouts you're working out with and like to get yeah year? so How? most
1: of the time I just uh since I work at the Y I just you know lift at the Y if anything but uh I actually work out with uh one of my good homies uh Sarah uh she's our Anyone watching this wants to get some shots up or work on their game. She uh, she was a college basketball player from Manhattan College, uh, woman's basketball, really good, uh, knows what she's doing. So I go and work out with her over in Exeter, and it's really fun, um, especially like, you know, working out with a girl is a lot different, And uh, but like she knows what she's doing, and, you know, it's, it's just fun getting after it with her
0: that's awesome that's that's great that's that's awesome yeah so there's some videos of uh, you working out and that, that's great that i'm uh, shout out sarah yeah, we're always
1: like hitting the gun and stuff
0: like that i've actually seen like i've seen jeff downton in there like just
1: putting up shots i've seen yeah like a few big time names like arius like aaron gray stuff like that they're always in there working out so it's, it's cool being around and working out with some big
0: time players which is also pretty cool that's really cool. Have you like gone like worked, have you played one-on-one with any of them or no?
1: No, not yet. I mean, maybe, maybe soon, but if I, you know, if I can score a bucket on Jeff down, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty pumped.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was down in Orlando. He did a good job in the G League. Yeah. I was, uh, I, yeah. I was like congratulating him on like getting a
1: ring and stuff like that. He was, he was like, thanks for the support and stuff like that. He's, he's a really cool, cool
0: dude. Yeah. he seems like a pretty laid back, uh, laid back guy. Um, But, yeah, anyways, all right, let's get into those questions now for the fun, the fun questions and stuff like that. So any pregame rituals or superstitions that you have?
1: Um, A funny pregame ritual we would always do in high school is uh, so we would always have to catch the bus for away games, normally like an hour, hour and a half before we would go up. And uh, we would have some time after school. So normally the whole varsity team, we'd get in a couple of our cars We'd go to a, a sandwich shop down the road from our school. All, everyone would get a sandwich. We'd go back to the cafeteria. I mean we'd, we'd like call this like pregame like like lunch snack thing like the last supper. It was like so funny. We would all be sitting around a table just eating and then we would hop on the bus for our game. Uh, that's awesome. What's, what's the name of the place that you guys went to? It was it's called Peach Groceries in uh, Ashway. Yep. right over there. We would literally just go right from school it's literally 10 minutes and then go right back. That's awesome. That's that's yeah, great. funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Coach was a, would always be like, "Don't be getting the meatball, uh, the meatball sandwich and stuff like that." <laughs> Some funny stuff. Yeah. Did you always go with the same sandwich, or did you switch it up? Uh, I switched it up. I was I was sticking more around like you know like turkey or an Italian or
0: something like that. Something light. I was never going heavy. Couldn't go heavy. I can't. I can't either. Just some guys that come on here and they're like, "I eat pizza before game. Like I don't know how you do it, but it just yeah, I can't do
1: it. You got. I gotta stay
0: light." Yeah. Uh, and what do you have favorite uh, music?
1: Favorite music? Just uh, yeah, basic like rap. I, I do like country. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm easy going with music. I'll listen to anything.
0: Nice. Uh, is there like do you have, like a, a favorite artist? Favorite artist. Right
1: now, probably probably Baby and Dirk just because they dropped their new album. Yeah. And, uh, they're hot on the streets. <laughs> so I like them. But I don't really have a favorite, honestly. You know, I just really listen to anything. Anything that
0: gets me juiced up or going, I listen to. Nice. That's that's awesome. Man. That's yeah. great. And then uh, what's your favorite food? Favorite food?
1: Uh, probably basic Italian. Anything Italian's pretty easy going. Yeah. I do yeah. like sushi and stuff like that, I like Chinese, like uh dumplings. Like I like that food. Pizza. I like I eat I eat pretty normally, so.
0: All right. Nice. Do you have a favorite Italian spot to go to? Um uh, uh,
1: probably not. I mean a good place up in Narragansett is called Spain. Yeah. It's like a nice restaurant, nice, yeah, over there. And then in Westerly, you know, you got like places like Casa. Yeah. Classic spot like Victoria's
0: and stuff like that. So, yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah. All the good places. Yeah. There's a ton of tiny places here in West So, yeah. That's basically what we're always eating. Yeah. And then uh, I know you said the Heat are your favorite basketball team, but who's your favorite player? In the league. Yeah. Or in the league right now,
1: I'd probably say Steph Curry just because he's absolutely tearing it up. Yeah.
0: He's crazy. How good he is.
1: But overall, my favorite player to ever watch was probably Ray Allen.
0: Nice, yeah, same here. Yeah, that was mine too, as well. Especially because,
1: as a Heat fan, when he hit that Game Six shot, you know, I just, I just, you know, that was just it for me. I was just like, yeah, this guy secured another ring for us. You must have been pumped,
0: so pumped that you guys signed them. Oh, my
1: God, I was so pumped. I was, like, 13, 14 at the time. I, I got, a, uh, like, a Ray Allen jersey. It was I was always wearing it. It was
0: awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's great. And then uh, last question, favorite thing to do outside of sports and basketball in general? Just uh, hang out
1: with my friends, you know, get together. We Over the summer, we do a lot of boating. I have my own boat, so always yeah. on the water always going to block island and stuff like that summertime i mean uh, winter time it's more you know just basketball 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 yeah but uh yeah summertime and spring i like just chilling with my friends going out on the boat uh stuff like
0: that that's great that sounds awesome well uh, luke that's all the questions i have for you do you have any questions comments or statements for me before we sign off no i just uh, appreciate you having me on it was, it was really
1: fun talking to you jeff
0: yeah, uh, anytime. What you're doing for everyone is is really great, promoting us. So I re- I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, anytime you want to come on, once a guest, always a guest. So always welcome on the on the show anytime.
1: Awesome. So yeah, we got to get me uh me Coach Dean and Coach Downey in a call one time. They, oh, would, they boy. that. <laughs> oh that yeah. Happen. We 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 would have to do that, and then I'll
0: have Nathaniel there with me, and we'll just uh we'll we'll go at it with that. Oh, all right. we'll have to. We'll definitely have to do that because, oh uh, man, I can only imagine the entertainment level of that. Uh, oh my that, god,
1: it would be that, it would, that would be a lot of comedy. So we should definitely do that.
0: Yeah, we'll set that up for sure. Because, uh, oh my god, I had Nathaniel on. I have had uh, Coach Coach on. Uh, coach Philosetti and Downey on. And I had Coach Philosetti come in and turn an interview one time as well to interrupt. Like,
1: yeah, like, I saw it. Like, that was uh, the RJ one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I saw yeah.
0: that one. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so yeah, we'll definitely set that up because it seems like that would be pure comedy. So we'll definitely set that up for sure. Sounds good. Yeah, thank you for having me on, man. All right, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, that was my interview with Luke Santos. Great interview Luke. Really enjoyed our conversation. Definitely going to have to have him back on the show down the line for sure. On Friday, I have another great episode for you guys with Sideline Cancer. Just a great interview with them and the TVT team that they have put together this year with Billy Clapper, as well as their assistant coach, Jordan Griffith, who is also the founder of Sideline Cancer. Um, we'll see you guys Friday, and I hope you guys have a great Wednesday and Thursday.